for my trouble. If you believe it, say it with me. God bless me double for my trouble. Amen. And I am living proof that God blesses double for those who have trouble. Amen. How many would say that of your own self? I am living proof, Pastor Gary, that God blesses double for some trouble, man. God has been good to me. Amen. Period. Period. Flat out. Amen. So let's talk about it today. Trouble. Trouble. And a whole message this morning on Joseph in the first hour. I'd encourage you to go online, watch it, get it. One of the greatest stories in all the Bible. And I talked about how to stay steady through trouble. Steady through trouble. Different message this hour. Same fella. Same fella. Joseph. In the Old Testament. Victory through trouble. Let's just talk about it. Let's look at Joseph this morning. Lots of Scripture today. I, and it's a great story. It's so good they made a movie out of it, okay? I mean, this is one of the greatest stories in, ever, period, okay? So let's look at it today. How can I have victory through trouble? Well, Joseph's life, one of the sons of Jacob, of the 12 tribes of Israel. He was the second youngest. had a little brother named Benjamin. All right? That's his family, where he comes from, Old Testament. But from the age of about 17... Joseph's life was a life of gathering clouds. Things started happening bad in Joseph's life. Oh, up to that point, it had been a picnic. Let's look at it and see what we can find today. He was a favored son. Say that with me. He was a what? A favored son. You know, who doesn't want that to be dad's favorite? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. I believe Joseph got punched in the mouth a bunch of times. Because if his daddy, if my daddy would have treated one of my brothers the way he got treated, I'd have busted them in the mouth. He was a favored son. Now, Israel or Jacob loved Joseph more than all of his children. It's not a good thing, guys, as a parent, to be honest with you. It's going to cause some problems for that joker, I'm going to tell you right now. He's going to have some problems. It's going to happen, and we're going to see it. Because he was the son of his old age, and I get that. And he made him a what? Did he make all of them a coat of many colors? It don't seem that he did. He got the special jacket. Amen? I just know it wouldn't have gone over well at my house. All right? So, so he was a favored son. And he was from a fractured family. A lot of negatives going on in Joseph's life. I mean, really? I mean, he seems like he's got it made, but there's some negatives going on in his life. When his brethren, his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all of them, say it with me, three words, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Jerk. Sucker. Blank. And Joseph dreamed a dream. So here's Joseph. Didn't really, Joseph doesn't have anything negative written about him, to my knowledge, that he did in his life, in the Word. It's not that he wasn't a sinner. He was. But I'm just saying, even though Joseph grew up in this kind of home, and that's the way it was, and I put a lot of this on his daddy, by the way, but the fact of the matter is Joseph was a man of impeccable character. Incredible. He's a good one for us to look at. Because you think, if I do the right thing and, you know... I work hard and I hang in there. Trouble shouldn't come after me and I shouldn't have any trouble because, see, God, you're just picking on me because I'm such a great guy. It doesn't work that way. 
Amen or oh me. It doesn't work that way. You're in a dreamland. So Joseph had a dream. And he told it to his brothers. Had a dream last night. And when he told it to them, they hated him more for it. He said to them, Here I tell, I'm going to tell you my dream, this dream which I dreamed last night. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field like we do, you know. And lo, my sheaf rose up and stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood around about mine and sort of kneeled down to my sheaf. I'm the big sheaf. You're the little sheaf. How y'all like my dream? And his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? You will indeed have dominion over us. And they hated him more for his crazy dreams and his words. Are you feeling it? This is not a family that uh, prays together, stays together. You hear me? This is not a good situation. And Israel said unto Joseph, and there was another dream as well like that. He had a couple of them. We just put one of them up there, okay? There were a couple of them. Very similar. Now keep in mind, Joseph didn't make up the dreams. He's just telling them. Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut if you don't get busted in the mouth. Now if you say it, you have the right to say it, but we have the right to bust you in the mouth. Not really. Don't do that. I'm sorry. So, time passes. A little bit of time. We're coming up to about probably when Joseph is 17, 18 years old now. And his daddy says to Joseph, don't, don't your brethren feed the sheep down there in Shechem? Come, I'm going to send you to them. And he said, okay, Dad, I'll go. So even that's a little odd. His brothers are out working. He's at home with Dad with his jacket on. You understand? With the little brother, probably. All right? Who knows? I mean, I'm not putting all this on Joseph because that's the way it was. And he said, okay. He said, so Jacob says to him, go, I pray you, and see if it's well with your brothers and well with the flocks. And, don't, and come back and tell me how they're doing. That probably doesn't go over well either. I'm just saying. Wrong guy to send and check on them. You know what I'm saying? So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. Are y'all with me so far? People that say, I don't understand the Bible. If you don't understand this, I'm doing the best I can put the cookies on the bottom shelf. I understand this, all right? I'm from Rockingham. If I can get it, you can get it. Here we go. And when they saw Joseph from afar off, I've been to the Holy Land many times, all throughout that area, many, many times, and you can see a long way. There are mountains, but some of it just flat as can be. And they can see him coming a long way off. Even before he came near, they what against him? They what? Fractured family. They, they conspired against him to kill him. To kill him. To kill. That's a lot of hate to kill your brother. And there's a lot of hate in that family if all of them are agreed on it. That's a family you don't want to be in. I'm going to tell you that right now. Come. Now, therefore, let us slay him. Let us cast him in some pit, dig a hole and put him in it. And we're going to say to Dad, some evil beast ate him. And we're going to see what's going to become of his stupid dream. Can you feel it? Now, it says here Reuben heard it, and, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. But also Judah comes to his 
a little bit of a rescue too. Judah has a different plan. Let's don't kill him. Let's do something different, okay? We're talking about victory through trouble. How y'all doing so far? Are y'all feeling trouble coming? Say, now if you know this story, you know there's some serious trouble coming. He's had a good life, man. Number three, he was a favored son. He was from a fractured family. Say that part with me. He was a what? One more time. He was a what? How do you have victory through trouble? We're just doing our Bible thing right now. We're just looking at the Bible. Let's see what we can learn. So here's Judah that I mentioned. He said to his brothers, What profit is, is it to us if we kill him and conceal his blood? Why do we want to do that? Let's sell him. Let's sell him. Nice brother, huh? Let's sell him to the Israelites and let not our hand be upon him, for he's our brother. They're getting all lovey-dovey right here. He's our brother. And his brethren were what? Content. A lot of hate right there. So they're passed by the Midian, Midianite merchantmen, and they drew him, Joseph, out of that pit, and they sold him to the Ishmaelites for how much? Now stay with me on this message. It's going to have a big ending. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. Okay? So sold now. He's a slave. He's a faceless slave. We're just telling the story. That's all we're doing. Got it? Victory over trouble. There is no way that God can deliver this boy's tale. I mean, this is horrible. Brothers are going to kill him. Now they've sold him as a slave. Yeah, Pastor, this happened to me. You've been sold as a slave before? I mean, honest, guys, we have pain, but we don't want to one-up other people with our pain to make excuses for our blame. Y'all hear me or not? The one thing we've learned in this series that Satan does, and I've learned it over a lifetime, all he has is if I blame God. That's all Satan has on Gary Clark. If I turn on God and blame Him instead of praise Him, if I blame Him instead of believe Him, when I lose my faith, I have lost. You hear me? Without faith, it's impossible to please me, God says. You must believe in me. When? When things are good? When I'm getting my coat high? When I'm having my fancy dream? Or when I'm in a pit? And I'm sold as a slave. This is a great story in the Scriptures. It's a true story. It's to teach us. What was Joseph through all of this? Say that with me. He was a what? Say it one more time. He was a what? Guys, I love you. I care about you. I know that many of you have hurt and been through pain like I have. But listen to me. I'm not going to pat you on the back while you whine. Ball teams don't win like that. And if ball teams don't win like that, certainly you don't have a dog's chance against the devil if that's your attitude. Amen. Blame. Now, guys, I know that might hit you where you live because we do blame. We blame the person that hurt us. We blame God because they He took. He could have kept Mama alive. He could have kept my husband alive or my wife alive. So He must have done it. 
You know what? I told somebody this week, and I'm going to say it to you again. You've heard me say it often. I choose to give God the benefit of every doubt. It's a choice I make. Now, do I always do it? No, I'm like you. I, I'm crazy too, okay? But when I'm in my right mind, I choose to give God the benefit of the doubt of things in my life when I've been hurt or sold out or betrayed or whatever it might be. I choose to do that, and that is the best choice for my life. To not let anything, anybody, anyone to ever get me to look at God as bad. God is good. Say that with me. God is... You know, we, that little old prayer, God is great. God is good. Let us thank Him for our food. Our food. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. But God's good. Amen? Don't let nobody take that from you. So Joseph was a faithful servant. Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, he was an officer of Pharaoh. He was captain of Pharaoh's guard. He was Egyptian. He bought Joseph from who? The Ishmaelites. Paid money for him. Which had brought him down there to sell him. And the Lord, say it with me, and the Lord was with who? Joseph. If you go through trouble and you got some, that's all right. If the Lord's with you. Amen. I can do how many things? Through who? Greater is he that's in who? Than he that's in the world. I am more than a what? Conqueror through him who... Is that what the Scriptures say? Yeah, but I, I want to whine and blame. Well, you can do that, but I'm telling you something. It's hurting you. It's hurting you. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Joseph prospered. A faceless slave. Somebody bought him. And yet Joseph is prospering because the Lord's with him. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So he's prospering. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Joseph shining his light in trouble. That's the best best place people can see the light of God in our life. It's when we're in trouble, when we're hurting, when we're displaced, when when we're a fish out of water sometimes. Best place your light can shine. And that's what's happening. And, and that the Lord made everything Joseph did to what? To what? Prosper in his hand. Say that with me. And Joseph did what? Found grace in Potiphar's sight and in the Lord's sight. And he served. And you say, serve. Say what? So many times when we go through trouble. One of the best things we could do is serve. But we're just broken. And I know I've been there. I feel that. Best thing I ever did years ago when I went through my trouble, when I was hurt so bad, was I kept showing up every Sunday. Did I want to show up? No, I didn't want to show up. But you were here. And many of you, I told you, if you'll show up, I'll show up. How many remember me saying that? If you'll show up, I'll show up. (laughs) That's pretty much what I did. You quit showing up, I'll quit showing up. How about that? That's how I felt. One of the best things you could do, just keep showing up, baby. Amen? You're hearing me today. And God bless this man. He served him. He was a server. And Potiphar made him overseer of his house, and everything that he had he put into this, this good guy Joseph's hands. Wow. Turned out pretty good, isn't it? Well, it is, but he still is a slave, and he ain't home where he grew up, right? Yes, it does. You know what I'm saying? The next one. We're seeing Joseph's life. Number five. Say that with me. He was what? And what? 
I mean, any one of these things could shipwreck your life. Amen? So now things are going good for Joseph. Yeah, he's displaced. He's not where he was. I get that. But he's doing pretty good. Came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife. Wait a minute. What happened? Well, day after day, the Bible says, this wife of the Potiphar had the hot, excuse my language, for Joseph. You understand? Plain English? And she said it straight up. Have sex with me. Yeah. I mean, if this ain't, if this ain't workplace sexual harassment, I don't know what is. You hear me? Every day. Every day. That's what the Bible says. Day after day. If you ever feel like criticizing Joseph, just remember this part of the story. Especially if you're a fellow. Right, guys? Yes or no? Right, guys? It's tough right there. And so you know what? He wouldn't give in. He said, "The Lord." He said, "Your your husband put me over this whole house. I have rule of everything except one thing. You, ma'am, you. No, it ain't happening." And so one day, when nobody was in the house, when nobody was in the house, she jumped him. Yeah, happened. And he jumped back. But she had part of his clothes in her hand and he ran can you say ran that's good advice right there by the way I've got lots of stories I'm just not going to tell them we might never get out of here here we go they just run through my mind when I'm up here you know that say I have no idea what I'm going to say when I see this stuff sometimes Woo. but I'm going to tell you one anyway how about just one when I was in college, married years ago, I was a young man, I was 20, about 22 years old, selling real estate in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And you go out on these listings, right, to get a listing. You know what a listing is, right, to list a house. And I'm a go-getter. I had a few incidences that were, that were tough. I had one of them that was a title agent woman. And believe it or not, when I had hair, I was a good-looking fella. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm going to tell you, and I was not as heavy as I am now. But I'm telling you, I'm just saying. But anyway, at my office one day, a title agent lady propositioned me. Oh, yeah, she is good looking as the day is long. Excuse me, it's just the truth. Which I think she was too in this story, by the way. And I did that to her face. Why? Because I'm a great guy. No, I'm a sinner, guys. But I did that when she did that, and I said, I don't think my wife would appreciate that. Amen? Now, don't, don't lift me up. That amen say. But the point is, is that you can escape. God will with the temptation. But if you want to whine about your marriage and your life and what you got, there's a good chance things like that are going to happen to you, and you're going to fall. Amen or oh me? Oh. Not putting myself up, I'm just trying to... And I imagine there's story after story inside this room, the same story you could tell it to, right? Come on. Serve the Lord. It's the right thing. So, it came to pass when his master heard what happened with the wife, because she made up junk. She said that, look what your servant did to me. And he did this. He tried to rape me. That's what she said. Wasn't true. 
and Joseph's master took him because he believed his wife and he put him in prison, a guy that was doing a great job. A place where the king's prisoners were bound and he was there in the prison. So he was falsely accused and in prison. Say that with me, verse 21. Say it with me. But the what? But the what? The Lord was with him. Guys, don't give up. Don't give up when problem comes. Don't fall for the devil's mess and start blaming God. Keep your faith. Amen. It's hard. Sure it is. You can do it, though. You can do it, man. The Lord's with you. He showed Joseph. What's the word? Say it with me. Woo. How many say, boy, I've been in trouble. The Lord's done showed me some mercy in my life. Can I see some hands? Come on. Woo. The Lord will show you mercy. And he gave favor to Joseph in the sight of the who? Are we noticing a pattern here? As long as God is with him, he keeps getting lifted back up, don't he? Say, I mean, this sucker was going down a bunch of times. And there he is. Because God's with him. And the keeper of the prison committed everything into Joseph's hand. It reminds me of another story, real fast. I moved to Florida out of college, not married, to Inglewood, Florida. I was a solid Christian guy. I was a Southern athlete. I was a hard worker because I was raised that way. So I go to get a job. I went to Security Commission, the unemployment office. And they said, well, the Oaks up in Sarasota need some workers. The Oaks were just being built on 41. They're the biggest homes like in Sarasota. If you pull down to a gated community, they're all on the water back there. They're ginormous. Well, none of them were there at that time. So here I am back in 1982, and I go show up for work. I'm here to work. Make my money. Well, the reason they hired people like me was because the ditch witch. You know what a ditch witch is? It, it's that thing that'll dig up palm trees. Well, the ditch witch, witch was broke. So they hired crazy people like me. And anybody else that would show up at the unemployment office, which most of them were drunks and drug addicts. So I show up with all these jokers. They give us shovels to dig up full-grown palm trees. Oh, my gosh. But me being the good worker I am, I'm at it. Man, I'm a-digging, I'm a-digging. While they let me sitting on the shovel over here, I'm a-digging, I'm a-digging, I'm a-digging. Man, I'm doing my best. And then a crane comes and pulls them out of the ground when we get them all dug out. Well, needless to say, I worked so hard, I got tendonitis in both of my arms. Oh, my gosh. A week later. Well, here's the point. They made me the guy that was in charge. Because my arms wouldn't work, I got to ride in the golf cart. That's awesome, brother. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do right. Do right. Work hard. Show up. No matter what's going on in your life, God is going to bless you. Are you hearing me or not? A silly story, but it's true. Amen. My arms still hurt. I really, I've got, I've got issues. So he committed everything into the hand that were that was in the prison, and whatsoever they did there, he was the what of it. He's the chief again. Joseph, the chief in the prison, and the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because he trusted him. He believed in him because the Lord was what. These are unbelievers, though. These are not believers that know the Lord. It's showing that to us. It's, it's why he prospered was because the Lord was with him. Amen. You've got to know that, guys. Victory through trouble. One of the greatest stories in all the Bible. He was a what? 
How can it get any worse? Well, it does. There were two men that were in prison with him, a lot of men, but there was two of them, a butler and a baker, that were in prison with him. You don't know this. You need to read this. This is incredible. Butler and a baker, they both had a dream. Dream. And they asked Joseph, what do you think this dream means? Well, Joseph told them. He said, Mr. Baker, your dream is that the king's going to kill you. The butler, he goes, today's your lucky day. You're going to live. And Joseph said to the butler, not to the baker, to the butler, because the baker ain't going to make it. He said it to the butler, remember me when you're back in the palace. Well, he says, think on me when it will be well with thee, and show kindness, I pray thee, unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this place, bring me out of this hell hole they've got me locked up in. For indeed I was stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here I've done nothing wrong that I should be every day in this dungeon. Yet, say it with me, did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but what? Forgot him. I don't know if you're seeing any of your problems in life as we tell the story today. I've been seeing a few of mine. What is it that has stopped you right now where you don't believe in the Lord or you don't believe like you know you should? And you've turned into, if you're listening on the Internet or the radio or here, you've turned into a, a blamer, a whiner. You're not happy. What is it? You don't want to live like that, do you? There's a better way, guys. Amen? This guy's trying to, this is the Word of God trying to tell us. The Lord's with me. The Lord's with me. The Lord's with me. Mercy. Are you hearing it? I am. So, he was forgotten. Hang on. He was forgotten. But then the king, excuse me, Pharaoh, which is like the king, he has a dream. And nobody can interpret it. Let's see what happens. All right, let's just stop right there. He's just putting up pieces in it because I can't read, we can't do the whole Bible because this is a lot of the Bible we're talking about this morning. Okay, it's like a giant part of the Bible. Here's the deal. The king, the Pharaoh has a dream. Here's his dream. Cows are down watering by the river. There's seven years of great. This is his dream. Man, man, cows everywhere. Cows do great. But then he also sees some other cows that are scrawny and messy cows. And they eat the good cows. <laughs> King's like, oh my God, that's a bad dream. He also has a dream about corn. Corn. Seven years of corn. The crops are so big. The ears are so big. Everybody and their brother's got big corn cobs. This is craziness. But there's seven. Oh, my goodness. There's, there's these other years. It's crazy. There's these seven other things of corn that are real scrawny, nasty corn. And they get up and eat the good corn. <laughs> he is nuts. So he calls the magicians and soothsayers astrologers. Tell me what this dream means. About the cow. Eating other cows and the corn. Eat the corn. What's all this about? Nobody can help him. Well, look at that. Hmm. Then the butler remembered. There's a scripture that says, the butler says, I remember my faults this day. Can you say that with me? I remember my faults this day. And he tells Pharaoh about this fellow, Joseph. There was with us a young man. He was a Hebrew. He was a servant of the captain of the garden. We told him, me and that baker that you done killed, and he interpreted our dreams to each man. 
according to his dream did he interpret it to us. Then Pharaoh sent and called for this man from prison. Find him for me. Get him up here. So he called Joseph. They brought him. Say it, say it with me. They brought him what? You need to see that. They brought him what? Hastily out. That's a big thing right there. You're in trouble. You're going through trouble. And you think this is going to last forever. That's not always the way it is. How many were in some serious trouble and it just amazes you how quick you got out of it? Can I see your hand? Let me just see your hand. That's some craziness. When you believe God, you do not know what the timing of your trouble is going to be. Just be, you've got to somehow be content to keep your faith and go through it. But it could be that, whoop! Wow! Look at that! You ever had that happen to you? Yes or no? Woo! Amen. That's what happened to Joseph. By the way, it had been two years. Two years since that dream. Two years. Two years. How long does it take you to quit on God? He didn't quit. He didn't lose his faith. So they get him out of there. He shaves himself. He changes his clothes and he comes into Pharaoh. Hello. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I've dreamed a dream. There's none that can interpret it. And I've heard that you, uh, I've heard people tell me that you can do this. You can understand a dream and tell me about it. Look at this verse. You need to say this with me. And Joseph answered Pharaoh this part saying, say it with me, it is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Did you see how Joseph is humble? Are you seeing that? That's why I have that's why I have all with a lot of TV preachers. They think they're God's gift. You hear me? They can do this, they can do that. It does not line up with the Bible. It doesn't line up with Jesus. You hear me? Humility. Say humility. Amen. And being real and being honest and telling the truth, guys. You're never going to get out of trouble by making up crap. Excuse me. Amen. Say. So Joseph, he's humble. This ain't me, king, that can do this. This ain't me, man. This is the Lord with me. The Lord has always been with me. Amen? So he was a famous ruler. In one day, can you say one day? In one day, Joseph was elevated from the prison to the palace. In one day. But you can't. You can't. It's over. It's curtains. I can't make it. You don't understand what I've been through. All I know is the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever you've gone through, somebody else has probably gone through it too. You've got to quit doing that. You can make it. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out. Now, let me tell you what happened. So he tells him the dream. Here's Joseph's answer to the interpretation. He says this. Those seven years of those cows, those seven cows, and they're eating all the other cows. Well, that means there are going to be seven years of incredible plenty in the land of Egypt. Plenty, man. It's incredible. And the corn you saw so good, it's going to be the fantastic, most fantastic harvest you've ever seen for these seven years. But watch out. Seven years of bad's coming after that. And here's what you need to do, Joseph says. You need a good manager to put him over all the economy. Because the economy is going into crap. Excuse me. It is fixing the tank, baby. After these good years, you better save. And so... Pharaoh looks for a man that's wise to set him over all the land of Egypt. He believes Joseph. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh called his servants and says, Where can we find such a man who's who's the Spirit of God? Which I find that very funny. Here's lost people saying, Where can we find the Spirit of God in a man? 
Joseph's light is shining. You understand? And Pharaoh said, and you know, and here's what Pharaoh said to Joseph. He said, for as much as God has showed you all this stuff, all this dream, nobody else can do it. Listen, there ain't nobody as discreet and wise as you are. If I need a wise man, you're it. You're it. Let me tell you, Joseph, you're going to be over my house. You are over my house now. And everything according to your word shall all be to all the people ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. I'm only the one greater than you. You are number two, baby, in this whole kingdom. Can you believe that? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I've set you over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring, his ring, his ring, and put it on Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen. you seen how them Egyptians dress up back in his, 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 his historical times? That joker's covered up with gold all about his neck, looking all like that, one of big funky hats on his head. You know he's got it. He made Joseph to ride in the second chariot which he had, and then they cried before Joseph, Bow the knee! Can you believe it? Yes or no? That's hard to believe it. True story. God did that. You trust Him. I ain't saying you're going to be ruler of the United States. But I'm saying God can help you no matter what you're going through. Amen? He was a forgiving saint. Last thing. So all the famine happens. He manages the wealth and the income. So much so that people from all over, other, other kingdoms that Egypt rules over, other people from around had to come to Egypt to get their food. Well, lo and behold, who shows up one day? But his brothers. His brothers. From Israel. They show up for food. Joseph doesn't let them know that it's him. He plays with their mind. Has them go back and get word that Jacob and, and Benji's alive. Remember the story? If you don't know, it's a great story. Then they come back to him. They still don't know it's him at all. And here they are. Man, this guy's been through a lot. These are the guys that caused him all the, all the mess in his life. And Joseph says to his brothers, they don't know it. Does my father yet live? And his brethren couldn't answer him. And they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am. Say it with me. I am. And I know I get a little crass sometimes. But if there was ever time to wet your pants. This is the guy who's over all of Egypt. This is the guy who can just absolutely kill us right now. And that's the guy we sold out. That's a scary time. You ever wanted to get even with people? I have. And through my faith in the Lord, I've seen Him take that away from me. How many can say that happened to me, Pastor? It wasn't me trying real hard. It was just me trying to stay steady. God takes some of this mess out of our life. He did that for Joseph. Don't be grieved, guys. Don't be angry with yourself that you sold me here. For God did send me before you to preserve life. God, God, God has worked everything out for good in my life. 
for these two years hath the famine been in the land. And there are five more years coming, guys, in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. It's going to get really bad. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity. There would be no nation of Israel if it were not for Joseph. All those brothers would be dead. There would be no Jesus because Jesus came through the line of this family. Don't start blaming God. You don't know what your life can be or who you can affect or who you can impact. Please believe God. That's what I'm hearing out of the message today. Amen? So now it was not you that sent me here, but God. Boy, that's like some grown-up faith right there, doesn't it? And He hath made me a father to Pharaoh. That guy looks at me like his daddy. And the Lord of his house. I'm a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt, guys. I know it's hard to believe. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command us before, saying, etc. Keep looking. So you shall say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee, the trespass of your brethren and their sin, for they did unto, unto you evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of your servants. They're asking for forgiveness. And say it with me. And Joseph did what? Don't you want to be able to cry again? Don't you want to have a heart that's tender? Blame is not the way there. That's not the way there. Faith is the way there. Believe God. No matter if you've been hurt or not, I'm telling you. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we're your servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am I in the place of God. I'm not God, guys. I'm your brother. This is a beautiful story. But as for you, Joseph says, you thought it evil against me. Say this part with me, but God meant it for what? Can you say that about your trouble? How many can say, Pastor, I can say that about my trouble for me. God meant it for my good. Not that He caused all the mess in my life, but He certainly has turned it into good. How many can say that? Amen? Beautiful. Now, therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your babies. He comforted them. He spoke kindly to them. I'm done, guys. It's a late message today. Roger, go to the very end. And those things, I'm going to compare it real fast. Can you do it with me? I just want you to see something that's very amazing, and we quit. The similarities between Joseph and Jesus. Are we called to be like Jesus? Yes or no? Followers of Jesus. We're not called to be followers of Joseph, but Joseph was following the Lord. Here they are. They both were beloved by their fathers. I'm going to tell you right now, God has a favorite. You know who it is? Jesus. He's the only one that can do that because He's holy. You got that down, yes or no? You come up any other way to God, I'm going to tell you right now, He's going to go, no, you didn't come through my son. You're done. They were sent by their fathers to their brethren. Jesus was too. They were hated by their brethren. He came into His own. The Bible says His own didn't receive Him. Jesus. Look at these similarities. Plotted against by His own people. He was sold for the price of a what? Both Joseph and Jesus. Look at this. He was stripped. They were both stripped of their robes. They were both severely tempted. You listening today? But no, this ain't going to happen. You guys just picking on you. It's called life, friend. They were both falsely accused. I could talk all day on this stuff. They both experienced God's presence through what? They were placed with two prisoners. Isn't that crazy? Butler Baker, two thieves, saved lost. 
They were both respected by their jailers. Remember the centurion? Surely this must be the what? Son of... They both were highly exalted after their suffering. Jesus resurrected. He's been given a name above every name. He's at the right hand of God the Father. Amazing. Both forgave and restored their repentant brothers. Father, forgive them. They know about what they're doing. Isn't that crazy? Victory through trouble. Let's thank the Lord for the word this morning. i got to quit. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I enjoyed it.